Welcome to the Thriving Mother Podcast, where we talk about ways to redefine our journey in motherhood and honor the ways to embrace our expanded identity. Each season, we feature inspiring women who are industry leaders, practitioners, mother-led business owners, and visionaries who all have one thing in common, supporting modern women in motherhood as they expand, redefine, and embrace their new identity. I'm your host, motherhood mentor, brand and business coach, and founder of Thrive, Casey James. Let's journey together in reshaping how we show up for ourselves in motherhood, in our everyday life, and honor this version of ourselves. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome to Season 3 of the Thriving Mother Podcast. I'm so excited to be back on here after almost a six-month hiatus. There has been so much going on in my own personal life and a lot of changes, a couple of health setbacks for myself, and just some new transitions that I have been going on and my family has been having over the last several months. And so as much as I really wanted to continue to do this podcast after the second season ended, I really needed to step back for a little bit, take time away, and reprioritize and reset. During these several months of resetting, there were a few things that I found to be really, really helpful in both learning how to adjust and transition in this season of my motherhood journey as well as to calm my nervous system down even more. I have needed to really pay attention to my nervous system and what exactly is going on and what it is that I can do in my control to calm it down and pay attention to it. So many of us are experiencing such a massive change just within our own lives as mothers, as parents, with whatever we are doing. In addition to that, whether it is working, working part-time, working full-time, working in the home, working outside of the home, taking on new exciting passion projects, caring for others, whatever that is, there are so many different layers that are going on. And I think that for all of us, taking care of our nervous system, taking care of our foundation, the core of ourselves, our body, our mind is so important right now. It's what we need and it's what our families need in order for us to continue being the caregivers for them as well. So I'm going to share five really essential strategies that I have been using almost on a daily basis that are simple, do not take a lot of our time, and really allows us to shift our mindset so that we can tune in and pay attention to ourselves so that we can be able to handle and take on whatever is coming at us at full speed. 
I'm also going to be sharing with you a quick little preview with what's coming up this season and the types of conversations that I'll be having with our guests. So let's just jump in here. About seven months ago, I contracted COVID and, you know, it was not fun, but it was okay. My family and I all had it. And that was just around Christmas time. And since then, I have also been experiencing long COVID symptoms, which primarily include brain fog and migraines and headaches, fatigue, and just kind of like that overall feeling not 100% great. And so uh, that's been sort of an interesting setback for me in terms of trying to just be more conscious and mindful of what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis so that I can heal and recover quicker. These strategies, whether or not you are experiencing any form of setbacks or transitions or major adjustments and changes, they're still super helpful even when you are going through a busy time in your life. They're just really gentle reminders and simple things to incorporate in your daily routines. So number one, the biggest thing that I have been reminding myself on a daily basis is to embrace the small wins every single day. So the fact that I get up in the morning, I can, you know, do just something for myself. I make a warm cup of tea that and I'm able to sip on that and be present during that time is a small win for me. Or the fact that I get to school on time to pick up my kids is a small win. So I really do my best at the end of the day or just during the day to reflect on those small wins that I have had, whether it is for myself, caring for myself, whether that is something that is related to my work or just something that is related to my parenting or my relationship or really whatever it is. So embrace those. Just take that time to reflect on it, but also remember not to reflect on any of the negative things, anything that went wrong or that didn't go the way you wanted or wasn't perfect. That's just going to make things harder to fully embrace and think about the things that you did right. Because let's be honest, there are a lot of things that we do right, but we tend to just sit on and think about all of the things that we did wrong or we didn't do. So embrace the small wins every day. The second is to pace yourself. Pace yourself during the day. I am somebody that puts way too much on my plate. When I keep thinking I'm not, I continue to do that. And that just is all of the different things and all of the different aspects in, you know, my daily life, whether that is caring for myself, my kids, working, booking appointments, scheduling things, overscheduling is super a big one for myself. And so it is super, super important to pace yourself. Look at your calendar on almost a week-to-week basis. There are some things, of course, you cannot pull out or take out or there's, there's more priorities over others. But I just keep reminding myself that nothing is permanent. 
you can always take control and change something if it's not working for you at that time. So I have really had to teach myself to fully strip down my days and give myself a lot of time to just get ready in the morning. I work from home, which I'm super grateful for, and I'm able to really carve out my own schedule, which has been something that I have worked on for many, many years that I have wanted to do, and I'm really grateful that I'm able to do that now. But it also requires me to be really focused and to be really intentional and conscious about what I am doing and taking on and am I cleaning the house at the same time that I need to do get a workout in and get back to some emails and prep for the afternoon before I pick up my kids and book these appointments and just like go on to my checklist and add all of these things on that I need to do that I forget to do or that the list just keeps getting longer and longer. So my biggest takeaway with this is to pace yourself. Don't overload yourself on a daily basis. If you have a lot of meetings or you have appointments that you have to do or you have to be there for your kids, then look at everything else that's around that in your calendar and make some adjustments so that you're able to um, give yourself, you know, maybe 30 minutes before to just be calm and just to grab a glass of water, have a snack, have a bite to eat, take some time to sit on the couch, meditate or sit in the car or wherever you are so that you're not just like rushing and shoving everything in back to back. And a small little add-on to that is to give yourself a lot of grace. If you don't feel like you're productive, again, something that I am constantly learning as I go, where I feel like being productive is when I am checking everything off on my to-do list, rather than being productive can look like actually taking those 30 minutes for yourself before you have to jump into a longer meeting to care for yourself, drink a big glass of lemon water, take your supplements, eat something, turn off your phone, turn off your emails. Like that's actually being productive because you're filling up your cup and you're able to recharge yourself with all of the other stimulation that's coming at you. So long story, really, it's pacing yourself during the day and giving yourself a lot of grace, even if you don't feel like you're productive in that sense. Number three is honoring your boundaries. Boundaries is so big. It's so big in parenting and motherhood, just in life in general, and especially with so many different commitments that are coming at us all at once, all the time. And, you know, as everything is opening up in the world and we're seeing people and we're, you know, gathering more and we're going away on vacations and holidays and more activities for our kids are happening, all of it, we have to sit down and really look at what it is that we are needing and we cannot take on and what it is our family can't take on. Um, What truly is it? Like, let's prioritize here. Let's sit down and look at that. And maybe one week we can take more on or we want to do more things than the other week. You know, that might just be based on 
what else is going on in everybody else's life in the family? What else has been happening, you know, over the weekend? Was it a busy weekend? Was it a busy week? You know, moving into the next week and looking at that. And so honoring your boundaries, being able to say no, being comfortable with saying no, feeling confident in saying no, that's just not going to work right now. And not feeling guilty about setting healthy boundaries for yourself and for your family. It's it's such a big thing. And it's just so important to help you with calming your nervous system down, with just feeling more at ease with yourself on a day-to-day basis. So just keep going back to honoring your boundaries. Number four, which is, I guess, a little bit of a, an add-on to honoring your boundaries is just getting crystal clear of your own schedules, your family schedules, their priorities, and committing to less. Um, I, you know, we had, my family has had such a busy season um, these last few months, starting really like mid-April until now. Now is, you know, we're in July and we're finally starting to feel like there's a bit of a slowdown here. And I think for, it's a lot of parents, you know, who are, um, who have school-aged children tend to just be in such a busy time with just a ton of activities, you know, end of the year school activities. People are kind of wrapping things up before everybody kind of goes off on summer holidays and sports are ending and, you know, there's just a lot of extra things going on. And so, we really had to do our best to commit to less. And we were busy. We had something going on every single night. My son was playing baseball on two teams at one point and soccer. And my daughter was doing dance and her recitals. And it was, you know, and my husband and I had a lot of work commitments and it was end of school year. Just so much was happening. So, you know, we really didn't have a huge social life at that time outside of what was going on in our kids' kids' lives and their activities. And that was okay. You know, we just had to make it work. We weren't able to see our family as much unless they were able to join in on us on, on all the kids' activities. Again, it was like we had to just make things work and find ways to adjust and commit to less of what else was happening. I had to say no and create some more boundaries within my work, you know, and just kind of make adjustments there. And same for my husband as well, or even just for the kids and their kids activities. It's just really getting clear on that because when you are able to be clear and commit to less, that just impacts your nervous system. It impacts your own mind and body and how you're able to fully function on a day-to-day basis. Instead of rushing around, which I do admit we did that like pretty much for the last three months is from like rushing from school to one activity to another one, to getting home to dinner, to having a late dinner, to getting everybody ready for bed. It wasn't great on ourselves, on our bodies. So being mindful of that and just, you know, constantly checking in with yourself on what you're committing to and how much. And the last one, number five, is to establish a really simple morning and evening routine for yourself. This, I think, really just helps set the foundation for your day as well as helps you unwind when you have an evening routine 
after such a busy day. I am really a big believer in creating just some quiet time for myself in the mornings. And it's something that I have really created a strong routine on and a a consistent habit ritual with for so many years. And to be completely honest, as I was just sharing over the last few months in this busy, busy time, I haven't been as consistent and great with creating this morning routine. And I've noticed, especially in the last few weeks, feeling super ungrounded and just a little bit lost and not as connected with myself. Um, I often would journal, have my morning tea while I was journaling, sometimes sitting outside on our deck or just sitting in a quiet space in our home with some quiet music and just doing some reflecting just to kind of reset before like the chaos of the morning hits me and just not being able to handle and take more of that on once I'm able to go within myself and just kind of calm my nervous system down. And so I'm getting more into that again. And as I do that, it's like a muscle, like you're just constantly exercising it. You're keeping that up. I also really made sure that I wasn't forcing myself to do it every single day because doing something like that is actually not, takes away from that ritual and from doing it out of enjoyment. So just doing things changing your morning routine up, but just making something intentional every single morning for yourself. It could also just be as simple as having a warm cup of water with lemon and just sipping on that for 10 minutes in your bed or just sitting down quietly with the kids and doing that if your kids wake up early. Just doing that. It's just doing something quiet before you jump into All of the to-dos that have to get done in the morning is super, super important. And again, in the evening time, I am also have not been great at doing this because our kids have been going to bed really late because we've had just like later evening activities and all of that. And with them going to bed late, that's that means we're going to bed late. And I don't really have that space to, to unwind in the evening, which for me, I find super important to process everything and to unwind and just take some time to run, have a bath or even just watching like a 30 minute show or just something on TV or to connect with my husband and talk. We haven't had any of that. I found that to be unsettling and just have been really not helpful in grounding me to get a good quality sleep at night. So our kids are probably going to be staying up later, but just being more intentional, not being rushing things, pacing ourselves and enjoying it. And just, you know, finding a couple small things that I can do in the evening time to wind down, whether that's just like completely shutting my phone off at a certain time really speaking up and saying to, you know, my husband, it's really important that we take 15 minutes just to touch base and talk and check in or just, you know, sitting quietly um, on the deck again, just, you know, before we go in and go to bed is something that can really, really help just continue to fill your cup and not consume so much of your time, but give yourself that time to just ground yourself. So those are the five strategies that I've been finding really helpful to stay intentional and being more mindful in my day-to-day life. 
So for you, whenever you feel and notice that you might be just a little extra jittery or ungrounded or there's almost too much to handle, pay closer attention to your nervous system. Know what your limits are and what you may need to do consistently to reset that. Just find those times in your day that will be more sacred or that you're able to use to care for yourself and just check in with yourself a little bit more and just continue to give yourself permission to do what you feel like you need to do. There's no expectations. It's just you that needs to really take care and take control of how you are caring for yourself. So before we wrap up today, I will just briefly share with you what's coming up this next season. This season is slightly shorter in terms of the number of episodes, but I can assure you that the conversations and the topics that we will be discussing this season are really valuable and offer a variety of different perspectives in different ways of parenting, owning your own business, motherhood, creativity, and so much more. So I really hope you can stick around. There'll be a new episode every single week, so you'll be able to consistently tune in and listen. And don't forget that if there is one that you find super valuable, that you feel like a friend or family member or someone in your life could use that conversation as well, make sure to share that episode with them. Hope you enjoy this season and please feel free to reach out to me by DM on Instagram or by email if there was anything else that you wanted to share or just any insights that you had from any of these episodes. My DMs and my email is always open. See you all next time. Thank you for listening today. I really hope this brought new insights and value for you. Your support is welcomed and very much appreciated. By just taking two minutes, you can simply subscribe, rate, and review, which will then give others the opportunity to be part of the conversation. For more inspiring content, you can follow us at thrive underscore living, T-H-R-Y-V-E underscore living. My DMs are always open. I love connecting with the community, whether it's just to say hi or if you needed any form of support in motherhood or business, I'm here. Until next time.